0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member fdsc Maybe the best part of being young. Good afternoon, Henry. Thanks, Mr. Banks. Is having dreams. <laughs> Henry Rowan lived his. Rowan Gardner. Get it right. Field. On the baseball field. I got it. Oh my gosh. Boom.
1: And Rowan Good game yesterday.
0: But something was about to happen to Henry. Ah! And his dreams. How long will he have to be in the cast? August. Hi, Henry. Rotate from the shoulder slowly. Oh, whoa, you. Oh, but did you say funky butt loving? Those tendons have healed a little tight. Wait! Something unforeseen. You can play for the Cubs. Something unexpected. I can throw better than that. Something <laughs> unbelievable. Bring me that arm! His greatest fantasy had just become I'm the new pitcher. reality. Twelve-year-old Henry Rowlingardner is the youngest person in history to play Major League Baseball. Ah. Hi, Henry. Welcome to the big show. Oh. Pitcher's got a big butt. Now, he's traveling in style. We get our own rooms? Yep. He's living in luxury.
1: Henry? Right. Right. Henry?
0: Oh, boy. And he's sitting on top of the world. As the Rookie of the Year. Movie!
1: Movie! This is as fast as I go!
0: A comedy about believing in dreams. This kid can do it all! And yourself. Yes. Rookie of the Year. I'm here because
2: the disgrace the fire. It's like. Wow.
0: Wow.
3: Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I'm your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and brings like a fish. The class of 04's own Big hern, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave?
1: How
3: much?
4: I I watched that uh, once, was it, is it Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood? The Tarantino movie again. I
3: believe that. Yeah, I think, there's, I think there's an ellipsis in there. I don't know why. Um, I don't really like it.
4: Uh, it, it, it. It might just be my dislike of hippies and, and the whole last 20 minute sequence.
1: That's fair.
4: Um, but uh, it still hits. I could probably
3: watch that movie weekly. Forever. Never seen it. Oh, Never come on. Seen it. Well, I have a complicated uh, history with Tarantino. Because like I like, yeah. I like a lot some, of his some, stuff. Some of his
4: earlier films, dialogue.
3: Yeah, yeah that's that's it. that's what I'm talking about. Uh, dialogue, and also just like it's 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 the fact that he wrote himself a role in um, Pulp Fiction just so he could say the n-word. Mm. Then he wrote himself a role in, in was it uh, Dust Till Dawn just so he could suck on Samhais toes on camera. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we talked about it on the pod—the episode that he directed of uh, *Grey's Anatomy*, where there's just feet <laughs> for no reason, <laughs> just feet. Yeah, he's I, I, I uh, quality filmmaker, but he makes me very uncomfortable. Um, yeah, but
4: yeah, I, yeah, oh, there's there's only a couple gross feet things in uh, oh. *Once Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*. If, if if you look, well, it's actually not that close. It's pretty obvious.
3: I but, mean. Uh, I I always go back to Kill Bill Just the long extended shot of Uma Thurman's feet Trying to make one Mm. toe wiggle I'm like what the fuck is this Quentin Like, (laughs) You're not slick We all know what you're doing Like his thing man Uh, I'm not here to kink shame But I'm here to don't know shame Sounds like you're here to kink shame Well, If you're into feet you're into feet Just don't make it my business But uh, Mm. Flag Solo and Lone Star State This podcast chief orthopedics And trivia correspondent from the class of 01 Dana Griffin what up Dana
2: not much uh think- oh have you guys watched no hard feelings with jennifer no. lawrence
3: is it good because yeah. i'm aware of yeah. it it's actually pretty good okay it's good it's good. okay yeah. he's a teen yeah. right we
2: can probably do it for the pod he just graduated high school so okay. yes we could potentially he's about to go to college i love we could a teen sex
3: romp it. i do love yeah. a sex romp that's right Ooh. up my alley it was oh, good. I think the, the marketing
2: moment. was bad, but it was it was actually quite pleasant. It was an enjoyable, enjoyable little Saturday while it's like gloomy and rainy in Austin. We watched yeah. it. We enjoyed it.
3: I mean i I was curious about it, but then I was like, ah, I've already seen The Girl Next Door. I don't know if I need to see it again. And it felt oh, like it was basically gosh. the same thing minus, um, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Timothy mm, Drop him right in there. Yeah. All the fantastic. What was fantastic was the movie that we watched this week. We watched Rookie of the Year from 1993. It's free on Max or Spectrum. Uh, You have to log in, obviously, on Spectrum, but rentable on Amazon, Apple TV, and Vudu. Uh, The synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes. A freak accident causes 12-year-old Little League player Henry to become such a powerful and accurate pitcher that the Chicago Cubs signed the junior high student to a contract. Unprepared for such a high profile environment, a high pressure environment, Henry falters until aging fastballer Chet Steadman takes him under his wing and teaches him how to play in the big leagues. Meanwhile, his mother's venal boyfriend tries to sell Henry's contract to a hated opposing team. That's pretty much it. I don't know that I'd call the Yankees a hated rival of the Cubs. Um, it's, it's not the I thought it was the Mets.
4: Well, the oh, Mets. No, he are, sell, oh, sorry.
3: Yeah, he sells them to the Yankees. Yeah.
4: They play the Mets, but he sells them the Yankees. To them. Sorry. Yeah, my fault.
3: And I, I think about you know Cardinals as kind of the the, uh, the hated yeah. rival of the Cubs, not not I'd the Yankees so. or the Brew Crew. Brew the Crew. Uh, I do know that if you go to any sporting event of any kind in Detroit, no matter who they play against, you are going to get a Chicago sucks chant in that environment. Just I've like been when you to, go to
4: Philadelphia and they throw no, batteries at you. They
3: they threw batteries <laughs> at Santa Claus. I, um, yeah, yeah, no, I've, uh, I've been to, God, who do the Cubs play? I think it might've been Cubs Cardinals and the entire stadium busted out in a Detroit sucks chant. So Mm -hmm. like, yeah, rivalries are a thing. Yankees are on nobody's radar in Chicago. That's not even a fucking thing, but otherwise, yeah, pretty good. Um, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Uh, Thomas Ian
4: Nicholas, or is he just known now as Tom Nicholas? If you see him play, he's a musician now. You can see him play oh. music. Oh. Is he any good? He's or Is he bad at it? He's actually he's actually pretty okay. What does he play? He opened, uh, he's, he's like a singer songwriter type. Okay, uh, guitar and that, stuff. That he, looks he about right. For, he opened for uh, Lu- Lucky Boys Confusion last time I saw. Oh, him. I was like Tom Nicholas. Neat. I'm like, wait, Thomas Ian Nicholas. <laughs> Thomas like, Ian. I'm just I'm just Tom. I'm Tom Tom Nicholas now. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh God. Gary Busey is Chet the Rocket Steadman. Um uh-huh. looked different. Looked sure like not, did. not crazy here. Looked healthy and I'm like, what the like human and, being and I was yeah. wait, and I was wait, like pre motorcycle Wait, nope this, this is, is after post. motorcycle
3: crash. This is post post biology. Oh, bit, it yeah. is? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Bill <laughs>
2: had the exact same question. He's like, is this pre accident? I was like, yes, of
3: course. Of course.
2: I'm
4: guessing <laughs> some other stuff happened. He's not insane, insane. so of to... course it was before. Yeah.
3: Um, Cocaine, I'd imagine, but... Henry's mom, Mary, he played to
4: by Amy Morton. I've only seen her in one other movie. If anyone's seen 8mm before, she plays another oh, mother God. in that film. Uh, I was thinking super... A, I've seen circumstances super are, very, are very different in, in that one. Very,
2: um, isn't 8mm about a snuff film?
4: Uh sure is. It's about yeah, an 8mm <laughs> snuff Yikes. film and and yes. uh, <laughs> Nicolas Cage's <laughs> pursuit of uh, the makers mm-hmm. and
3: Yep, yep. I've seen because this. Because he wants more, or because he wants to stop? Oh him no. He's no, no, hired... he wants to
4: avenge. Okay, yeah. I'm just,
3: it's, it's Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. It could be either one.
4: And he needs a guide to the underworld, and of course that's Joaquin Phoenix. And it's <laughs> really the underworld.
3: Okay, awesome <laughs> here. Here. Awesome well,
4: uh, his friends George and Clark, played by Patrick Lebrecht and Robert High Gorman. Mm-hmm. I recognize them both from other things, but uh,
3: yeah, didn't know their names.
4: Didn't know their names. Uh, no, no. Bruce Altman plays Jack Br- Jack Bradfield. Um, Jack. Larry Fish Fisher. I, I don't know if he's like the general manager or whatever. Dan. Dan Hedaya. I don't know what his uh, role
3: is, but he's the owner's nephew. Could yes. be that. Yeah, <laughs> He's the owner's yes. nephew and also like president of baseball operations. I guess I don't yeah. know what his title is. Yeah. yeah.
4: Um, Sal Martinella uh, played by Albert Hall.
3: Uh, that man's last name is not Martinella. I know. Uh, no, I, I know, but I loved it. Colorblind casting, let's I, I go. Loved it too. I loved it. Doing like that's supposed to be Lou Panella. That ain't Lou
4: Panella, that's Dusty the, Baker. The pitching coach, Phil Brickma, played by Daniel Stern, also uh-huh. the director. Uh-huh. Um, Stan Oakey, uh, that played by the janitor Neil Flynn. Yep, um, Billy Frick, uh, played by W. Earl Brown. Um, the bellman at the hotel, fascinating <laughs> part, played by Ian Gomez. <laughs>
3: That dude was uh, like, "I'm getting fucking noticed." I don't give a shit what you told me to do. Let's see. Um,
4: I think the yeah, you know, the girl that uh, Henry has a crush on, Colum Jacobson, Julie yep. the Cat Gaffney. Yeah. Um, hmm. John Candy's uncredited, but his character's name is Cliff. Uncredited. Yeah, yeah he's he's like, I'll, I'll I'll do it. Yeah. Don't just. I, I don't want me. I'm Skinny in town. Fuck it, it. That's, I, I have no idea. That's <laughs> basically, a basically yes. Though. Yeah, that's that's a fun part. It's and a there's a part. and you see some real baseball players, and I'm like, wow, look look at them. Skinny
3: Barry Bonds is weird looking. It's now. always weird to see. <laughs> it's and, weird uh, looking.
4: Bobby, I get a million dollars every July. Still, Bonilla. still a making July. those checks. It's, it's some months.
1: Yeah, it's, it's in I the summer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wait,
2: Bobby, I didn't catch Bobby Minia. Um, he I was the second caught... one. Okay, caught Barry Bonds. You know KG is getting a similar thing? Kevin Grant's still getting yeah. checks from the Celtics? Oh, very common.
3: Um, God. Who was who was it that Geniuses. was getting paid? Um, Jalen Rose was getting paid by the Knicks like eight years after he was at ESPN. He was like, yeah, yeah. they still owe me money. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. I oh, love it. Man. I
2: need a job like that. I guess that's what real. 401Ks are for, but well, mm, it's not I
3: the same. I don't say. have those anymore. It's funny because I remember um, last time they had like a work stoppage in the NBA the owners were trying to claw back money. And it's like, no, we have to cut salaries to like make our team solvent or whatever. And then somebody, a guy who had like been a journeyman in the NBA put out a list of all these bad contracts. And it's like, yeah, you're paying Andre Kirilenko $91 million. There's your fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Don't take money from us. Be better businessmen. Like, what are you doing paying these guys? Yeah. 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 So the Bonilla contract is, I mean, that's kind of, you know, part of a, I don't know, a long tradition, I suppose, them just making these shitty contracts. But um, let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got?
2: Well, since it came out in 93, uh-huh. I'm going to say I probably saw it, like, not in the theaters, but, like, um, maybe with like when it was right out on, like, VHS.
1: This feels
3: Definitely. like a sleepover movie.
2: Yeah, like, it seems like, and then I was like, oh, how many times have I seen it? I think I was also confusing it with um,
3: Little Big League Angels
2: in the No No. no. Oh. I, I don't think I've seen I've seen parts. I confused of little Big a League. couple
4: parts with Little Little. The first thing I said was, "When does he stay up all night watching Night Nurses from Jersey?" <laughs> that's from Little Big that's League. Little Big League.
2: I was gonna go Angels in the
4: Outfield. That's what yeah.
2: I was because that's one where I watched that movie a ton. But I definitely Same. I know I saw this when it came out, and I feel pretty confident i've watched it many times but i will say i think i was more of an angels in the outfield
3: kid okay all right dave how about you
4: uh, i probably saw it in the theater because i was just starting to play baseball i was like just came out when i was like eight mm-hmm. um do i have any memories of that no and did i have it on vhs yes
1: mm-hmm.
4: did i own a dvd copy of it at some point point? 100 because oh. there's a lot there's a lot of re- uh it's rewatchable it is
3: it is okay yeah, for me, um, I for sure saw this in the theater for a birthday party. I was trying to think back oh. on whose party this would have been. So I was in Texas at the time. I left Texas when I was 10. Um, so it's it's there's like three or four kids I remember from back then. So it would either have been Greg Rinkemeyer's birthday, Corey Goodrich, or Stephen Everett. One of those three. I don't Whoa. have any. Well, I know. I have no strong memories of seeing it other than being legit scared of ogre in the theater. <laughs> Like I was afraid of that man, and that's kind of the only memory that I have. was seen. an ogre? It was an ogre. I
2: had this whole a, argument with Bill it, about it. It's it, not it was ogre. a guy
3: who looked, guy who looked like. Who him. is that man? Yeah. What it was it's fake not ogre, ogre running around? Really? Oh no! I'm sorry to that man. He just looks a lot like ogre. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. All right. Well, yeah. Um, but that was who I was afraid of. I think it was a real, event.
4: a real baseball player. I think his name was H- Hedo.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, he, uh, yeah. He Tom Hedo or Milanovic? Hedo. Tom Milanovic. I okay. Well, it's a real baseball name. player. I, um, I mean, he he looks like ogre. I I'm a, I'm a little bit surprised by this, but uh, yeah. So I remember being very afraid of him, and that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I I remember like seeing it in the theater. Uh, we sat way too close is the other memory that I have. I think that might have also been when I was afraid of him because he was gigantic on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so rewatching it as an adult, Dana, did it make the greatest way they've held this one back?
2: Sorry, I'm eating a piece of candy and I don't You know are. Why. I started eating sour <laughs> lemon pop. drop things. Piece
3: of candy. Ooh, piece of oh, candy.
2: Yes. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> That's me. Um <laughs> Let's see, I, it was fine. It was entertaining. Um, I was a little surprised it was like an hour 41.
3: Yeah, it felt like we could have done 83. Been. Yep. Sure. I don't know what
2: I'm cutting, but I think we could have done it and it would have been great. It was delightful. These I know are- what
3: I would cut, but I you cut the boat scene, but like you need the boat scene. Yeah. You need the boat scene. The boat scene. I
2: think there's some stuff in the ho- I don't know. I'll think on it what we could have cut, but Last I was watching, I was like, we just don't make movies like this anymore. That can no. like appeal to adults, appeal to kids. These like low mid-budget things that'll like make their budget back plus like maybe 50, 60 mil on top. Like mm-hmm. we just don't do this and I miss no. it. And it would be delightful yeah. to have this back in our lives.
3: Yeah. I you're you're absolutely right. There's like we make movies that kids and adults can enjoy, but they're always animated. Like I uh, Turning red, fantastic yeah. fucking movie. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, really good. But like, yeah, we're we're make, we're not making this like mid budget comedy anymore, and it's kind of a bummer to me.
2: No, like we watched uh, what was it? Pushing boots, like the last wish, so mm-hmm. pushing boots three. That was great. But yeah, like we're not putting people in these. Like, no. we'll pay an actor to do like four days of voice voice work, and like that's it. But it's something we're missing. It yeah, was very well, delightful. I appreciate the one. That.
3: The one that I always point to and I'm like, oh, we need this as a thing again is this movie Greedy. I uh, believe that's Michael, Michael J. J. Fox. Fox yeah. Kirk Douglas. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, It is great. One. Olivia Diabo or oh, yeah. Helen Slater. Yeah, no, it's, oh, it's Olivia Diabo. Diabo. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. it is. It, yeah. It's so good. And it's like, yeah, we need like like a silly adult comedy that's not like raunchy. We don't have that shit it's like this is a it's like a it's like a family drama that's just turned up to 11 and made it into a comedy. So, yeah, city we slickers. need some more of that I was thinking like oh,
2: that oh, level slickers. of We just don't do that. That's no, what we need. We, need we don't those. and
3: we should bring it back. Man, uh it Dave back. did it make the grade for you Should they've held this back.
4: Yeah. Yeah. All the iconic parts are still iconic and still yeah. quite funny. Um I I remember being annoyed the first time I saw it with uh, the Daniel Stern character and still uh-huh. I uh, oh! If you want to start cutting somebody out? You can probably cut cut out his parts, and we'd be oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's a bit much. Um, yeah, it's very obnoxious. And I also re- remember <laughs> being like, "That's that guy's name is not Sal Martinella." But yeah, still, it's, <laughs> he's also Sal Martinella. It, the number of times he mispronounces his, it doesn't get it right oh, at all. No. The very like, I, I love it.
1: it. Well, uh,
3: <laughs> Sal Sal Martinella. It reminds me of like the first time I saw. Um, was uh, Mario Balotelli, and I'm like, "How is that dude's name Balotelli?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, mm. he's like from Sudan or whatever, but adopted by an Italian family, and just went on to become like the most hated man in European soccer for a few years because he yeah. was a dick, but like he was a special player. But God, he pissed every fucking body off, man.
4: Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, those parts still hit. And uh, can we watch it next week too? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's, is it your pick or is it dana's pick it's, it's my not pick. my pick oh well it's, it's a it. pick yeah it's, it no. made the grade for me too and i'm gonna differ from dave here because daniel stern's performance elevated the movie for me <laughs> like i found him fucking Boo. hilarious no Boo. come I, on yes he's it's very dumb but like yeah all of his shit the the choking on the on the sunflower seed i found that funny um, the hot ice, of course, that's funny. It, it, being stuck it's, between the doors is funny. so fuck is funny? Like, guy, I, I loved his performance in it. And yeah. The movie's very watchable. Um, as Dave said, all the iconic parts are still funny. The moments where it's like lines that I knew were coming up. Yep. Still well-written. Still a funny mm-hmm. movie. Lots of parts of it are really hand-waved that I think, um, watching it with like a modern understanding of how sports works. I'm like, well hold on a minute. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, you know, grand scheme of things. I love it. I'm I'm happy that it's still good. Um yeah. Daniel Stern should have won an Oscar for this. Before we get into the recap on the segments, do we have any fun facts on this movie? None? I didn't really
2: find anything that I thought <laughs> wow. was fun. Um well I saw one where it was like um they wanted Joe Pesci in it, and Daniel Stern was like, no, that's like two Home Alone. To play,
3: to play what role?
2: Uh, I can't remember now. Chet
3: Stedman. <laughs> I mean, close. I wish. Pretty I close, something like that. that, or
2: like the the manager or something.
3: Yeah, it seems like yes, he'd be great in the seriously, role. seriously,
2: it was Joe Pesci as Chet Stedman not or the the, fuck role up. the baseball commentator.
4: Can no. you imagine Joe
3: Pesci as a pitcher? Sure can.
4: Actually, you know what? I'm thinking about
3: it, and I love it. Oh, that you have to speech has so many f bombs in it. <laughs> yes, I think that's the, the fucking have to. It's the have to. <laughs> you
4: gotta push your fucking have to. Oh boy, oh boy, oh um, boy, oh boy, oh boy.
2: And then the other one was that they wanted Macaulay Culkin, but Macaulay was already uh, committed to do The Good Son because um, wow. his dad said they had to do The Good Son in order to do Home Alone Two stuck hmm. in new york oh. about whatever the fuck it's called lost in new york lost in New york. um so that's why he's not in it
3: i don't uh, want my colleague in this movie i don't yeah. no. um, did I you don't
4: like uh what do you think of gary abuse's mustache
3: i thought it was you know appropriate 90s baseball stash
4: what if i told you it was fake
3: was that a merkin mm-hmm.
4: yeah <laughs> yes he was clean was shaven baseball. uh Huh? Well, it. it like, I didn't clock it. like, so that's... "This guy needs a mustache, so let's merkin that shit up." Look at that!
3: <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, it was well laid. I didn't, I didn't clock it. I didn't notice that it was, you know, fake. It was never like falling off like they do every time on SNL. So, like, yeah, yeah it was. he seemed fine to me. Yeah, and uh, uh,
4: I think he's directing a movie this year for the first time since. But this was Daniel Stern's only, His only really? film directing wow. credit. I I feel like it's (laughs) well-directed. So, like, it wasn't glaringly bad. People liked it and made money, but usually people get another shot after this. I'm starting to think maybe it was his choice. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of feels like he
3: would have just chosen not to, because this was a hit and he was at the peak of his powers at 93. So, yeah, I think if you want to to go run a mucker. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's let's get into the recap of the segments here. Um, (laughs) Okay, so first thought that I had before we get into the movies, we talked about a couple of these. The 90s had a shitload of baseball movies, and I, I don't know if it's because baseball is like oddly cinematic or because boomers have a fascination with baseball. But like, there was this one Dana said, Angels in the Outfield, mm-hmm. um, little big league we talked about. There was, you know, before this, um, uh, what was uh, Bad News Bears? There was The Natural, there was. Bull Durham, like there were a shitload of nineties baseball movies.
2: Oh well, what think, fucking yeah. major league. Yeah, it was yeah. like Major League, Field of Dreams, Sandlot, like
3: Yes. League there of were their a own. Ton of them. I yeah, I was trying to well, yeah. League of Their Own is a fucking masterpiece. God damn that movie's good.
4: So good. I even liked Major League Two.
3: Oh, well, as long as you and, don't watch and, Major League Three, back to the minors.
4: And, and they couldn't even get Wesley Snipes again, so they're just like, "We'll get, we're, we're going to give you Omar Epps." Yeah, if you don't know uh-huh. All
3: right, we'll say Omar Epps is the same person. They don't fucking know you the look just one black man, man for another. Don't worry about it. They look they're very different.
1: different.
3: <laughs> they look and behave very differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't, I mean, I can understand that baseball being a game was a lot of standing around and a lot of sort of the dugout culture of it all and the history. I can see that it's easy to make a movie about baseball, but like we don't make them anymore. Like we had a shitload of them and then it's like, yeah, well, oh, that whole you know steroids era, never mind on that. We're just done making these shits, I guess.
4: Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Bummer. Um I was
2: looking at movies, baseball movies, and oh the Thomas Ian whatever does another one where it's like um, the King King Arthur's.
3: Oh, no, the King King Arthur's court.
2: That's a baseball
3: one too, right? Sort of. He's playing baseball in the beginning of it, and then he like falls into a portal. I think like at the back of the field. Yeah, so it's 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 slightly baseball, and he's playing baseball at the end of it too. He comes back to like modern day during a baseball game, so I guess that counts. We should do that for the pod. That's a fun fucking movie.
1: Um
3: now to get into this movie specifically, I want to talk about the opening of the movie because, like, you know, that sort of sets up, you know, the events that happen afterward. The movie starts off and we see these kids running to get to Henry's little league game. Um, I was trying to to pick out what neighborhood they were in. I couldn't tell. This looks I mean, it's it's north side Chicago somewhere. <laughs> this is the closest I could get. Oh. Yeah. So it's wouldn't in Chicago, surprised- or it's like a suburb. That's I wouldn't.
4: I wouldn't be surprised if they lived in Evanston or you Niles think so? or. Oh yeah, where where'd they live versus hmm. where? But um, based on the train they were taking, I'm like,
1: mm-hmm.
4: it's a red line. They they could be anywhere. If they live further north, you can take yeah. the purple or the brown and connect to the red. Or the red if they are coming north. from the south in the loop, they could live in the south. It, it,
2: Okay, so we're doing Chicago geography. Oh, we,
3: yeah, Chicago, Chicago you... My favorite,
4: my favorite okay. topic. Honestly, yeah.
3: Dana, this when we lived together, we could just tell Dave an intersection. He told us how to get there. It was fucking wild. Oh yeah, um, you take the
4: uh, number thirty four <laughs> bus down store uh, over there. You go over there. It's a weird skill there. set. Uh
3: stand I will there say for seven
4: minutes. It'll be all
3: right. I haven't been on the L in a very long time. They had the window open. Can you open the window on the L? Is that like a to. hidden? Um, <laughs> hey, was that? You can't do that
4: anymore, right? I don't think anymore, but for a while, you definitely could. It's just, just there's
3: just so much more pee now. I it's would have wanted pee. to. There's a lot. Of, I've peed on the yell before. I would yeah. have wanted to open the window up because, like, there is, you know, I was working in the loop. That's a hot train ride in September in a suit. Yeah, They have the window. It would have been nice, but I would assume, you know, suicide risk, I suppose. is
2: are not air conditioning on these train cars? Uh,
3: they barely run most of the time. So, like, you're asking oh. for way too much. Okay. I was late to work often. <laughs> they have an announcement. Yeah, the L train is 44 minutes delayed. Like For what? I, I don't know. We're not telling you, but it's it's going to be late as hell. Um, Yikes. So we see these kids. Henry has a baseball game. I was confused in the beginning why he was in like a Pirates jersey and hat. And I'm like, well, this is – I don't remember this. Turns out the team he plays for is just the Pirates. He's the only motherfucker playing in jeans, though, which feels real weird to me. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Jeans but they're not and, like, Chuck Taylor's. That also. But like they're not. You know,
2: isn't like everybody had the same like coordinated pants. I was like, I feel like at this point, I remember like half league or T-ball, you would just get a T-shirt. And you can yeah. wear whatever old pants you want with
3: it. Sure. but. Once you got to like little league,
2: I feel like you got a whole uniform. The know? other
3: kids yeah. had on baseball pants, oh, no. socks, But they weren't all the ups. same.
2: They weren't the like same. Someone had sweatpants on. When,
4: when, oh. when I played around this age, it was jersey was provided. You can get whatever kind of pants you wanted, they had to be white. <laughs> and yeah, oh, it gave people the option, whatever kind of. <laughs> I had
3: that uh, with baseball with basketball at this age where it's, mm. we'll give you the jersey, mm. just wear white shorts. I'm like, you know how fucking hard it is to find white basketball shorts, like yeah. just stark white. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, it just, it just seemed odd to me because I saw there was one kid in the background that had on baseball pants and stirrup socks. And I'm like, so they yeah. gave you a uniform. You just chose to play in jeans after running 20 miles to get to your game. They That's run, right, for, yeah. they, they run, they're not walking. They are sprinting mm-hmm. to this fucking game. Yeah. Um, Henry gets put out there in the outfield. He is obviously a little wiener kid. Coach does not like him. Uh, ball gets hit to him. He fucks it up for conservatively 20 solid seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I didn't see exactly why his hat got pulled down over his eyes. But I'm just like, just move your hat, Matt. You can't see. It just did. Yeah. yeah it just ha- it We just... got that POV shot. And I'm like, do this with your hat. You could see what yeah. you're looking at. Of course, he blows the big game, and that's humiliating for him. Yeah. Which leads to the next day at school. Um, there was a bully kid who was giving him a hard time. I'm not even gonna say a bully kid. Probably like a good teammate who was like, "Hey, man, you fucked it over for all of us." <laughs> but this kid was giving him a hard time. Tried to have him like like field a. Bu- did he? They could bring a bat to school. Now that I'm thinking about it, hey, wrong gun. Because oh, he hit him a dinner. Yeah, yeah, he hit he him hit a dinger.
4: Hell of a... That's, a that's, uh, not, yeah. that's not easy to do. No. Uh, no.
2: I think it might be like recess. So you have... Do they bats? have bats at, at your recess?
3: I don't remember. You would have bats or baseballs. But yeah, he remember. he is running to field this ball. Slips on another baseball that just happens to be on the ground. The Did ominous that one or, yeah.
2: shot from the baseball's point of view up. Uh-huh. Keep Chekhov's it up. Remember this, guys. Remember this baseball.
3: Don't forget Don't it was there. It. Uh, yes. Of course, he slips. In my mind, you could hear his bone break. And so I was like cringing and ready for it to happen. I'm like, oh, well, thank God. Like, oh yeah. Okay, he broke it. But you have to like, you know, punctuate it by making a breaking sound effect. No, it's
4: something that this movie is known for. You, I think they implant a microphone along with uh, the cast <laughs> inside yeah. of his body because we get to hear exactly what everything moving sounds like. From
3: here on out well, and we also we also hear uh chet stedman's shoulder plays guitar solos when he gets hurt later on <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 whatever your
3: choice
4: dude you just gotta throw he's like <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> can't so do
3: it
0: you're not gonna be able to do it
3: oh so it so, can't do it so henry henry breaks his arm goes to the doctor doctor sets it i had completely forgotten about his cast montage where he can have his his arm up at like a 90 degree angle the entire time forgot about that part of the movie that's a funny visual
2: no one gives him a high five not once
3: i was waiting for it when he's walking through the school his hand up past all the other kids i'm like someone's gonna give him a high five he's gonna go ow did not do Uh, it didn't take the low hanging fruit missed Um, opportunity yeah he goes back to the doctor doctor removes the cast uh, they go through all the arm rotations. Henry probably breaks that dude's nose with his yep. his forward snap of an arm. And we get the iconic funky butt loving, which if you would have to told she, me that was ADR, I'd believe you. I'm like, oh, if they ADR that and then film the kids reacting it, OK, fine. You can see a dude's mouth moving. Somebody mm. had to write in the script, shout funky butt loving. I guarantee this you that, moment. It, it, it
4: was say the most ridiculous
3: thing off the top of your head.
4: It, it was good
3: and that was a it, good one. It
4: had to had to. no oh. way that's written by somebody.
3: I'm still thinking about it 30 years later, so it was mm. well written line. Mm-hmm. Um now we talked about the the implanted microphone in his body. Do we think people can hear his tendons, or is that just like for the audience's sake?
4: Based on the way that they look <laughs> when he does this, they hear <laughs> that, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'd say Yes, I would.
3: I'd be like if I'm his mom, I'm like, "Okay, stop, 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 stop. Doctor, what is that? What is that noise his, I'm
4: hearing?" Like, his
3: his friends are like,
4: yeah. The they seem
3: concerned. Yeah. Well, and also, not for nothing, but knowing baseball, you pitch like this, your career is going to be about 3 years. You're going to be done by your 15 year years old. Like it's not Tommy John surgery game 3 probably. Like your shit's fucked up, up permanently from this. Um so that's kind of the setup here. His arm is fucked up. Now they can throw super hard. They barely explain why they're like, oh, the tendons fused to the homunculus bone or whatever. And they're like, yeah, that's all uh, you have to do. We did it.
4: have uh, healed uh, a little tight.
3: Is, is yeah. that, is that if, we, if this is not unusual? Like, well, it's unusual. But if it's not the first case of this, you should go like, oh, there's a long line of, you know, excellent MLB closers who have oh, the no. same yeah. issue.
4: I thought I'm like, why is he getting? He's sending this kid out. I'm like, this is like New England Journal of Medicine shit,
3: <laughs> right? And
4: yeah, it's all because of said, what you you put it in. You put it a certain way in this cast, and look look what happened for this.
3: Yeah, kid. you should be sued for my practice. the The mm-hmm. kid leaves like, hey, I want to see you back here in three weeks, and I'm like, you should see him back here in three minutes. Like, yeah, he his arm is fucked up, and you're like, yeah, well, let's go out, give it a few weeks, let's see what happens. Like, I I I'm not a
2: doctor. You're Honestly? not. <laughs> no, no. <Fine laughs> sorry, guys. Um, All that medical ice. I've been giving you off air. Oh, sorry.
3: You're my um, general practitioner. Yeah.
2: Um. But to say that, like the tendons fuse to whatever, I was like, that's amazing. Like, what happened inside this little boy's <laughs> How body? How did this happen? That yeah. they've always been separate. Our bone, our <laughs> soft <laughs> tissue, and our heart <laughs> tissue do not meld, but in this time.
3: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: They've become one. They
3: fuse. They're one. They're one piece, which would probably yeah. be unbelievably painful, I'd imagine. Yes. Like this seems like it would hurt like hell. Yes. Um, so we go back home, and this is where we are introduced to Jack among the 90s villains I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Yeah. Um, when he I, I, I knew I was going to hate him anyway because I know the movie. But walking in, I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck this guy. Like He's got that slick back hair. I don't know if that's like a silk Kuji shirt he has on, like the wildest pattern of like an mm. oversized silk button down. Like he's in color It's a bad. Gordon Gartrell. It is it's a cordless. Gordon Gartrell. Yeah, it's that's the, Gartrell. the original mm-hmm. Gordon Gartrell. And then when they show his car, I texted you guys the Miata, a red Mi- a red convertible <laughs> Miata is the car of a 90s smarmy villain like that's a sleaze bucket car to drive around in this time and i i enjoy a miata i have no beef with the miata but i'm like the fact that you put it in the movie you knew what you were doing and well, you, yeah
4: i have a beef with a miata you got beef it's, with miatas it's it's too little it's too, it's too small to exist yeah it's, <laughs> it's a delicate it's engine, car the engine was too big for Um, for itself and that's why 1.4 liter I think
3: it's a tiny little
4: engine too too many people just flying that low (laughs) and and you see people and you see big like (laughs) big trucks driving along like well let's go like I didn't drive over that Miata yeah because it's
3: it's a yeah. teensy, teensy little car. Um,
2: they also so Jack like not being able to get in or out of it. <laughs> Just getting out really was fucking
3: hilarious.
2: Camera at home, not like this guy is a douche who bought a car that he can't even drive. Or
3: There's nothing more humiliating than watching somebody struggle to get out of a low car. You ever seen that video of uh, Johnny Cash getting in his Ferrari? No, it's fucking hilarious. It's it's not even like sick old Johnny Cash. This would have been like. It looked like maybe late 80s Johnny Cash. To get into this car, he had to lay on the ground, like put (laughs) one leg in it, grab the steering wheel, then pull himself into the car. He's like, yeah, I can't sit down. It's too low. So he lays flat on his back and like hoists himself in. I'm like, yeah, the Miata will have you doing that. And we saw Jack pull himself out and bear crawl pretty much to get out of the car. it's basically what he did. Now, I did want to ask you guys this because we don't see any redeeming qualities in him. What does the mom see in him? Because I usually think back on, like, liar, liar. We hate the new boyfriend. We get that. He seems kind of like a square, but, like, you see him be nice to the mom and you see that their relationship seems pretty healthy and supporting. I don't know what we... I needed to see one scene of him not be a fucking, like, toolbox essentially we didn't see any of that mm.
2: i i don't know i think it's the uh, she's a single mom with a teenage boy so she's ha- she's just happy with whatever she's getting
3: body mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that's what thinking? that's
2: what we're going
4: for I mean, he's, he's he has like, a pulse he's oh. kind of he's How'd like not he's like tall sort of he's he's pretty tall he's like not ugly No, I I, I wouldn't say he's like leading man, handsome, but I think I kind of get it. And I think I get get why
3: you go on the first date with him.
4: She's she's probably looking for somebody boring, and he seems like a nerd who's like kind of boring. That's true.
3: Yeah. He doesn't. Other than his shirt
4: and car choice.
2: (laughs) What do we think Jack does for a living?
3: Middle management somewhere. I don't know what industry, but it seems like he. He oversees a cubicle farm.
4: He's able to walk away in a second to,
3: to take this <laughs> other other leave job. That, that, that job now that no what's one hires like... him for. He might ex- be unemployed. Ex- now except that.
4: <laughs> except for what's his name?
3: Dan Hadea hires Dad him his
4: job. Yeah, Doesn't Richard makes it himself. Doesn't ask the client.
3: No, no. Nope. <laughs> well,
2: that's it. That's what I'm trying. Like, what makes him qualified to do this other job? Is he... Oh, what's the name from Office Space? Lumberg? He's just a Lumberg yeah. from Office I, Space?
3: It, it's almost like... So Dan Hadea is basically like, I just need a puppet that I can, like, cloy with money to do what I want to do with this kid. And so, yeah. like, and it seems like Jack is kind of that sad sack loser who now has, like, an opportunity to be great, I guess. But, like, There's that moment at the presser where he just introduces himself as the manager and the mom gives him this look like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, I don't. And he just kind of looks at her like, yeah, I did it. I don't give a fuck that you guys should have broken up right there, like right away. Like, nope, nope. This is a red Uh, flag. I'm out. They
4: engineered that. There's like one of the reporters is like, hey, who are you? Let's explain to the movie, please.
3: (laughs) It is just some random dude. Like walk it up to the bike yes. they are they're often like hey who are you and how to spell your last name for the attribution well, of the paper
2: i think at this point think. so when the movie first started the mom and jack had been together for like three weeks because he bought her oh, a necklace that oh that's right it what was it their is it? three
3: week anniversary it's just like it's just like it's fuck, too much grown up right? fuck yeah. out of here huge
2: huge like loser weirdo behavior yes. um but then he's in a cast for four weeks, for so months. we're probably four months. You're right, four yeah. months. So we're probably at like five or five. five I'd six say five months?
3: months when they get to yeah, when, when yeah,
2: yeah. I don't like it. It seems it seems, it like
3: seems it. very short. Yeah. Um and I mean there were some other red flags because there's multiple times. I think for his first game, as a matter of fact, there's multiple times we see the mom go to the game and sit in the stands, and Jack is like up in the owner's booth or something. Yeah. It's like that's yeah. fucking weird. <laughs> like you and your boyfriend come to watch your son play a game and your boyfriend's like, "I'll see you later at the house. I got some business to take care of about your son. Don't ask about it. It's not important." <laughs> Just like gone yeah. for the entire game by your eh. you sh- she should have left this man. Absolutely.
2: He's got, he's got his cash cow. He's got his uh well, golden ticket.
3: Until that fucking arm falls off in a week. This that is, is why as a, you know, An older
2: adult male, you date women with kids because one of them could turn into your rookie of the year.
3: That is exactly why you do it. it. Yeah, Mm -hmm,
1: it's true. mm -hmm.
3: Could be your rookie of the year. Could be your Shaq. Could be your Lil Wayne. Your
2: (laughs) Shaq. Could be your Britney Spears. I don't know. Find a way to do something to have the kids make money for you. That's that's what you're really
3: looking for. The Britney Spears memoir is incredibly sad. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I I haven't read it. it. I haven't read it, but like, probably five or six podcasts I listen to have at least one host who's been obsessed with it. And it's like, oh yeah, it just seems like a fucking, you know, series of disasters for her entire life. Um, now I did want to also call out uh, two of the actors here. One that we all like, one that apparently only I like, but John Candy in this movie, number one, I miss him. Huh? John? Yes. Like he's so Candy? good. Mm. He's just so fucking good. And, like, watching him in this movie, I miss having really big stars do these kind of small comedic roles. Like, this was a thing in the 90s, and it's just not a thing we have anymore. Where it's, you know, I mean, I guess we, to an extent, we, I mean, Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder, I guess, is kind of similar to this. But that's yeah. a bigger role by a little bit. But, yeah, like, this just seemed like a thing that we used to do. You know, you get a comedic actor, you get him for a day to film a couple of the scenes and you just pop them in the movie. I miss that.
2: Yeah. I feel like that's all the fast and furious is nowadays. Who can we get to show up for 10 minutes? Mm. And it's all the movies follow. It's just nothing but quote unquote cameos or like I little mean,
3: roles. But yeah. Yeah, that's true. I remember when they, <clears throat> when the trailer for the newest one came out, somebody was like, if you just take the people that are seen on screen in the trailer and they each get three minutes of movie time. The movie's like nine and a half hours long or something insane like that. It's like, yeah, like hmm. you can't, this is, they're they're going to be on screen for one second altogether. Just a bunch of them yeah. in like one scene pretty much. I think um, their
2: biggest expense on that was the cast. And that uh, movie was yeah.
3: incredibly expensive. That's a safe bet. That's a safe bet. Yeah. Um, it's also weird that the Cubs let them make this movie and i the cubs as a franchise are shit on for the entire run of the film. They John Candy talks about how shitty they are um as the cubs announcer uh they are shown to be pretty corrupt with the way that they handle Henry's contract. They're well, losing money out the wazoo. Like it's they're just it's talking very about team.
2: it's very reminiscent of major league in that respect which yeah. was cleveland guardians now right but it was it was definitely like that thing of like oh we got to pick a team that's like terrible and has been terrible for a while
3: yeah who won't get too mad is that we're it just seems like you do this and you call them like the chicago grizzlies or whatever and it's like yeah we know who this is but like I, it's just weird for me the cubs like yeah make a movie where everyone knows our team is shitty no one comes to our games we have never been good we talk about how we haven't won the pennant since 1945, and haven't won a World Series since 1908. Like, we'll do all At this time, shit. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's just like, man, really highlighting how shitty your franchise is, huh?
2: I will say, I thought it was interesting they went with the Cubs, not the White Sox, because, and, well, it's like a National League team for a bit. Like, that means. And unless kidding. we figure out that he's a reliever, which I think is what he is, or like he a closer, is. he's a closer. The kid's got a got a bat, and that was like a whole moment. I guess it was like a whole yeah. moment, but I was like, why not just pick a team where would- he would just have a DH? Like, just- well, you
3: you can't pick the White sauce because no one likes them. You got to pick. That part was so funny,
4: though. You, gotta- <laughs> you have to have that situation.
3: It was funny. Well, you can yeah. we can do that in the World Series though, which we'll talk about when the movie ends later on. But yeah, I think um, I'm trying to think of. God, like an American League team, because like uh, well, the Braves are American League, right?
2: Nope. National, they, nope. national League is national. shit.
3: Well, the senior
4: circuit, as they call it. Mm, Dodgers? Yep. National League. You
3: national could do that. League. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit. Well, fuck. I, I don't. I only know National League, it turns out. <laughs> it is odd to me, but though. Really?
4: But yeah, but, no, yeah. Just the, you want to keep it in Chicago? Pick the White Sox. But there no one go.
3: likes the White Sox. Well, I mean Tony yeah. likes the White Sox, but that's it. Mm.
2: The same. Yeah. Just yeah. the same.
3: Um, now the other actor that I love that you guys hated was Daniel Stern. Mm. I, I'm curious, and we can we can talk about him in the movie, but I'm I'm curious what happened to him. Cause like it really did seem like he could have done anything he wanted. He was basically like on that same track as like a Jim Carrey once upon a time, and then just Whoa. He, oh, well, I mean, he was it. he was a huge comedic actor. Like, look at his 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 credits at this time. Like, he was a huge superstar, and then just I don't know the last time I saw him in anything. Did he get sick? Did he get out of the spotlight for a while? Something.
4: Has he been canceled that I didn't notice? He was in that uh, workaholics movie, um, Game Over Man. I think he was. He I don't think I saw that. that one. Um, Did you watch uh,
2: Shrill? He's like the dad. I watched the first season. Oh, he is the He's
1: dad. He's Amy dad,
3: dad. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes me feel better because I was like no. you, you you, know sometimes people run afoul of this producer or make a movie that flops and it's like, well, that's just it for you. So yeah, I'm happy that it wasn't that. But yeah, I, I miss having him in stuff because like he was to me, he was the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> Like, mm. I love him in this. To you. I, I think he's to great. You. To me, to I, me alone. I
2: didn't. I didn't really. I didn't really get what he was doing. But, but, but the role, just yeah, I, silly I,
1: goose. Wasn't,
2: wasn't for me. It was a little too broad. A little too over the okay. But when fair. he gets
4: when he gets stuck in the door is kind of funny.
2: Yeah, stuck in the door <laughs> just, is funny. Nobody realizes he's there. though. Who would know? <laughs> when he doesn't show up to the game, they'd be like.
3: I I get the impression okay. he doesn't come to work often. Like I feel okay. like he's okay. I fell in a hole. I you know something happens to him often. I think I don't understand I didn't me. understand
4: the, the, the explanation either. Where it's uh Sal, the coach Sal's like, I been him in the minor leagues, he's been following me ever since. I'm like, what <laughs> you hired him you what can, you can yeah. fire him yes. whenever you this America, you like fire wanna fire somebody? You can fire
3: him. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Mississippi has fired e- their football coach after what 10 games total? Yep. <laughs> like, oh. Fuck out of here, they said to him. Jimbo so, yeah. Fisher got well, fired. Two years, 90 million dollars. I think the payout is 76 million, 77. How the fuck can they afford that? That's so uh-huh. much money.
4: Well, that's I gotta part. get one of them jobs. It's the <sighs> state's money too. That's gotta is I don't, don't know why
3: anyone can be okay with that. Well, they think oh. they're still paying Kevin Sumlin, too. Yeah. So, like, they're paying two coaches that aren't there anymore, and they fired Jimbo Fisher after what 51 14 win? Like, man, is awful. Blew somebody mm-hmm. out. Both those coaches got fired after that game is over. You don't see that happen that often. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've talked about Sal, the black Italian head manager of the team. The, the, this the, could fucking, it, it could, I mean, we talked about, yeah, yeah, it could happen. You're right. I just, um, the running joke of him fucking the names up had me laugh every time. It's good. It's very good. And I wrote them all down. So, Rosenbagger okay. is one of them. Yes. Uh, I think the first one is Rulingfurter, <laughs> Rabbit Footer, Garden Hoser, Run a mucker, and the last one is Ruinberger. And I thought there was, I thought he called him a Rutabag at one point, but he doesn't. So, I, I made that one up. It turns out. <laughs> but I love these. You
1: want yeah, to to the
3: door and just like,
4: <laughs> I'm looking for, Henry, you ro- for
3: <laughs> they didn't tell you he was a
4: child. Yeah, sir. They sure didn't. <laughs> they no idea which, who he was going to meet, which was like very clear.
2: Like they were just like, Oh, we can't find. Th-. I'm like, y'all don't maybe Okay. Maybe cause it's like 92, 93. There's not as much surveillance footage, but like there's not a camera in the stand. Just like rolling B footage. Like, well, they would Nothing. have had,
3: well, okay. I was thinking this through as well because my mind says WGN would have seen this kid. On the other hand, I mean, he didn't, the ball didn't go to him, right? It went yeah. to like, it went, it landed in the stands. His buddy got, it was afraid to throw it past his other friend, pass it to him. Then he threw it by the time he threw it. It's a wonder the guy wasn't already taking the next at bat. <laughs> it was a long time. It passed. Yeah. Um, and then I also thought about. There's a a short documentary called Long Shot. It's on Netflix. This is one of the mm-hmm. best docs I've ever seen. It yeah. is. It, it's so good. Essentially, this dude gets accused of was it was it murder? murder. Yeah, on murder. Whoa. Yeah, he gets accused of murder. Um, arrested for it. I don't believe was he convicted or was he just like arrested for it, pending trial.
4: Great question. I think he. I think he. I think it was pending. I think it was pending. I don't I I
3: think it's too short for them to have like an actual trial of the documentary. Regardless, he's like, I didn't do it. I was at the Dodgers game. And they were like, Nope, you did it. So then he tried to find yeah, he tried to find footage of him at the game. He couldn't find any eventually what they found was they were filming an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm bum, at the
1: bum, game. <gasps> yep. The one where Larry has to
3: where Larry hires a sex worker to use the uh HOV lane to carpool to the game.
1: Oh. Um
3: yeah. That's and they they like got the footage of the game and you can see in the background when they're filming a scene with Larry David, there he is with his kid at the baseball game and so that's how he got off. So like yeah, I mean theoretically, there could have been some footage of him. But in 93, I, I could see. And plus, I don't know why he got scared and ran off. I mean, Bartman didn't yeah. fucking leave and he cost the Cubs everything. But like yeah. he got scared and ran away. And it's like, yeah, we don't know how to find this kid. We can't track him down.
2: But like, I feel like they talked to people in the stands because they knew it was a Henry. They knew but like it was he wanted Henry... up at the
4: right house. But, like, well, that
3: yes, well, they knew right it was Henry because that that old man in the suspension. What's your to name, his ass. kid? I'm like, who asked that? Why do you give a fuck with his <laughs> you gotta name you got to show me up, kid? Like, dude, no, what? Yeah, yeah. there's an outraged old man who's like, I wanna right. fuck that kid up for throwing a baseball. Yeah. And so his, his buddy's like, hey, Henry, let's get out of here. So they knew his name was Henry, but like, there's gotta be a bunch of Henry's in Chicago, and there's no telling what city this kid's from. So, That's like, true. yeah, it's all just. It's very confusing how they know it's him. Um, Don't worry about it. Yeah. They hand, they hand wave that uh, just like they hand wave the fact that he is contractually obligated to play for the Yankees next year. (laughs) Like there's that contract was signed. Mom signed the contract manager, signed the contract club, signed the contract. He's a Yankee next year. I guess he could retire. He could retire. I think that's what he does. I think that's what he does.
4: Remember the, Cast was on until August. Cast August, August, September, early October. So that's yeah. maybe half of August. It, it, say he gets it removed like August first, and that's what yeah. they meant. So he's got two months and a little bit of October to uh-huh.
3: to mm-hmm.
4: play. And all of this, he plays for a month, and then they're like, "We're selling the Yankees."
3: Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's yeah. the reason people are coming to our games. And a week ago, yep. we're going to be bankrupt. Let's Correct. get him out of here. There it is. Well, that's I
2: mean, where we never, we never really like, get to see, like, we know Dan Hidea is excited to take over for his uncle, Yeah, but it's unclear, like, is it a, again, I'm always going to go back to Major League, because it's truly a perfect uncle, <laughs> but it's like, we knew she wanted to, like, sell the team or get rid of the team, so there's, like, a little bit of Dan Hedaya's, like, reason for, be- like, we don't understand why they- he's, like, yeah, like, Selling them or like what? I don't know.
3: They combine yeah. two different archetypes here because you've got Dan Hedeia as like the ruthless, I just want money, blah blah blah, nineties bad guy, and then you also have the guy that owns the team as like a doddering old fool who has no idea what's happening with the franchise he owns. Uh, like what? Dakota Three dollars for a hot, hot dog? Box. <laughs> oh
4: I got it out of the Cracker Jack box. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, he doesn't know anything about what's happening at the games. He's at. I was like that guy. Oh, that yeah. He yeah. ran the he, he, ran he the toy store. He ran the toy store in Home Alone too. I'm like, yep. he's such a nice guy. Oh. Yep, just a nice old man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like so. On the one hand, it's like Dan Hadea wants to own a team just to own a team. He owns a team. He finds a way to make them profitable, and then is like, and win. Fuck yeah, make them profitable and win games he's like, get that kid out of here for $25 million. $25 million is like a decent amount of money, but in a sport with no salary cap, like you yeah. just gave away a hundred million dollars in ticket sales. Easy. Like, what do you do?
4: That's just, it's so weird talking. like. And as manager, 10%, that's 2.5
1: <laughs>
4: million, <laughs> million. Imagine new in New York, you'll live like a king. I'm like, I'm 2.5 <laughs> million. million.
3: <laughs> Even back then, you can, you then? can, you can Not buy really, a, man. You could no. buy a
4: pretty modest place in Soho, I suppose, but that's and it, about be, it. And it would be run down and yes, be a lot of work to do for that price. That's all just, your money. They money like either money was different, and the people who, <laughs> who wrote this thought it was more
3: I wanna look up anymore. the I gotta look up the inflation calculator on that because I I'm curious okay. what what two point five million was in nineteen ninety-three. So I'm, yeah. in the, I'm in the calculator here. Let's see if I can do were this there, quick. 1993.
4: This wasn't before. There were some crazy deals even in the early 90s, right? People making a lot of yeah. money, or, or maybe that was. Maybe, maybe this pre strike. No, was a thing.
3: This is ooh.
4: The strike was in '94, so yeah, yeah it's right before the yeah. strike.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, so I just did the math here. Uh, the the inflation percent since then is 3,009 percent. Cool. So $1.93 cool. is $31 now. So like 2.5 mil times 30. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's, that's a, that's a good amount of money. Like you, have yeah. you, come up. You're okay. Um, that doesn't sound right. It doesn't, it, right? I mean, that, that sounds insane to me, but that, that, that's, that, that
4: sounds like 1920. I mean, yeah. it says 19 to, to now. I'll look 3, on
3: 1920, night from 1920 to now. That is, oh, hold on. No, nope, no, nope, I think I was in the wrong year, Dave. You're right. Wait a minute. Okay. Okay. Let's let's recalculate this. Okay. So yeah, in 1993, it was two dollars and thirteen cents. 113 percent since then. That all feels much more correct. What the fuck year was I on? 1893. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. So you're gonna make five million dollars. You're still not living like a king. Yeah. In, yeah, it's like in New York with f- five million dollars.
4: 25 is 52. I'm like, okay. That's yeah. pretty good.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's um, you're, you're not you're not living like a king on that though. But not in New York. Not in New York.
2: Yeah, not in New York. Um was this after what, Dan I Dan, Was he in Adam's Family the first one or Adam's Family Values? Isn't he in one of those values. values? Values. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I feel like it's a very similar character.
3: It's mm-hmm. the one role yeah. he plays. It's the same role he was in Clueless. He's basically awesome. like he played Dick Nixon.
2: Well no, in Clueless, <laughs> he was like a, a doting father.
3: Also
4: awesome. one of my fair. favorite Romantic comedies ever for love or money with Michael J. Fox. Don't know that one. Anybody?
3: No nope. one. Nope. G okay. stands alone,
4: Dave. He plays um, a he plays a concierge, no one. I, I, I'd, I'd like pretty to see good.
2: that. There's um, a lot of Michael J. Fox movies that all just start to
4: blend together. That was from the did a lot life in a short of Mikey era during yep. that time. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. He 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 Doc plays Hollywood uh, you know, he plays this of... garbage magnate who loves the mints of the hotel. We need lots of mints.
3: Garbage magnates.
4: It's, it's...
3: <laughs> oh, I guess that well, Wayne Huizenga was that. The guy that ran uh, he owns the Dolphins now. Used to run Blockbuster. Yeah. Waste it's management good. is his company. So yeah, I guess you could be a garbage magnate. Um, now, we talked in the beginning about what they could cut out if they wanted to. They could cut out this boat scene. Um mm-hmm. I remember being very jealous of this scene as a kid. Not like I want to have my own boat, but more like these three guys did something and now these three girls want to have sex with them because of it. Like that was very much how I interpreted that scene. Like that's, that's (laughs) as a a kid, I'm like, yeah, they did it. They got a boat and now these girls are like down to clown. Um, uh, In my mind, they would have lived in Wrigleyville or Lakeview, I think because. I thought his mom's flower shop was, like, in the city somewhere. And so I think I just kind mm-hmm. of extrapolated from there. If they're in the suburbs somewhere, this scene makes a lot more sense. There is not a place you can go boating in Chicago like this. Mm-hmm. Is that like a, like a little forest preserve with a pond in it? That's not a thing in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but, yeah, I guess if they're in the burbs. Well, I mean, the whole place has been, you know. Well, number one, it was a swamp, and then they drained the swamp and put a city there. So, like, During, yeah, there's uh, not like swamp. old. Yeah, they did. Yeah. There's not a lot of old growth forest in Chicago, <laughs> mm. is the point here. Um, also,
4: there's a nice forest
3: preserve around. It, I love it, Chicago. In the city, I love Chicago, but oh, the there it is.
4: Sure, there, just, there yeah. is. Off of, off of 94, <laughs> if you head north, a big forest preserve over there. Okay. Nice okay. It's great. There's a little golf course over there. Jesus awesome. Christ.
2: No, thank you. Um, one thing I thought about the whole boat scene. So this is not in the summer anymore because he's already been in the cast for four months.
3: Yeah, this is like this September. Is, October, this could be October, I suppose. Is it, isn't it? it
2: too cold to be in a boat? If it's, if
3: it's September, it's 145 degrees. If it's October, it's 38 right. degrees. So it depends okay. on what month we're in. It changes it quick, that quick from September yeah. to October. Okay. It was sixty um, something
4: yeah. degrees today in Chicago. Nothing makes sense. Yeah.
3: I, I mean yeah. I got my yeah. kid into a jacket before going to preschool. I'm like, take that fucking jacket off. Right. <laughs> it's sixty degrees out here this morning. Yeah. Um, but I you know, I I would say it's probably too cold to be splashing that one girl the way they're splashing her. Like that. That, can, that seems yeah, uncomfortable. Bathing suits yeah.
1: Just
3: yeah. yeah, splashing her. I also didn't like the way they talked about her <laughs> earlier on where the brother's like oh that girl is stacked and i'm like she's
2: stacked and then he yeah, puts two fingers it, they're in so close his to his chest
3: to they're so close was like, to his chest but yeah like i'm just this. like oh i don't i don't like how you're talking about this young girl i don't like this, um, I don't like this at all. yeah and then what you also have with this boat is the big blow up between the friends that ends their friendship for two and a half minutes if that um yeah it's because Henry is filming a Pepsi commercial with models groping him as though he were uh Ray Charles, Felt weird it felt, felt very fucking weird. weird. <laughs> um, and I mean, this was, you know, the time where diet Pepsi had that ad campaign. They did. Where it was Ray Charles, with you got the right one baby. And I'm like, well, it's weird. He's not in the movie. This is voice. That's, that's odd to me. Um, I thought I missed it. I was like, did <laughs> I blink? Did just miss rice. Oh, but, but yeah, he's busy filming this commercial, so he can't work on the dumb boat that's for sure gonna sink. And then he gets back there, and he's trying to help out his friends. Well, his one friend is like, "Hey, man, it's cool. That's all right. We can work on this together." And George like, "No, oh, fuck you, you, piece of shit." And I'm like, "Well, no. Wait a minute, man. He's got a I've job, a job got man. A job. Yeah, exactly. It's a kind of a big job. Well, and also weird. Dude. He wasn't like, like, just buy us a yacht.'" Like I've yes. got money, I'll just buy a boat for us. Just
2: buy a boat, right? Um, can, but you can definitely can see the seeds <laughs> of resentment being planted. Oh,
3: absolutely.
2: There's a lot. There's not a lot of subtlety in this film. Um, no, I
3: it might like, as well oh, be good burger. Someone's <laughs> nothing getting is subtle. jealous. Uh huh. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Chet Steadman here in the movie. I think we just okay. we need to. Um, number one, it's like I said in the beginning. It's weird to see Gary Busey in a role where he's not insane. <laughs> we have become so accustomed to seeing Gary Busey as a literal crazy person that watching him, he doesn't yell one time in this movie. He's very, con- he's very just kind of constrained.
2: This is our second Busey film, and it in is. the first one that we did,
3: Office Rocket he is.
2: Wild. He's the it's, craziest person the, I've ever
3: seen in my life. Is it in that the bikini movie.
2: modeling school? Yeah, bikini that model that? academy. Bikini modeling academy.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he is off his rocker in that movie. Just completely insane. Yeah. This yeah. is a
4: very. This is a different person. It's very it's quiet dude. Busey, in
3: every possible way. Quiet, sad Busey. That's yeah. the is way he... i put this one.
4: No, he's not the villain in that. Just remember, okay. this is all. Your gift will be gone. It will all be over. I'm <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We'll cru- I, I will crush
3: your I, dreams. I said out loud, God damn, Gary. He's like, hey, and yeah. just, just remember, your body will fail you eventually. You're all gonna regret all of uh, this. It's all gonna be downhill from here, kid. Yeah. Fuck he's 12, six, Gary. Six, right. Um now I listen, I've been a Cubs fan for a long time. I know they are an incompetent franchise, even at their most incompetent. You're not sending this version of Chet Stedman out to start a game. You can't like he can't throw. He we we find out he had surgery. I assume it's Tommy John because he's a pitcher and all pitchers get Tommy John surgery. But like he's now afraid to throw hard, which I get that. Like you probably have the yips after this, but then you know, Sal, don't send him out there, man. Martinella, like he can't. How does he look in practice? <laughs> There's no way you think he's good at the play right now. They might not have a lot of options. One thing I kept noticing <laughs>
4: you have two in the film, pitchers on the whole staff. they have two pitchers, and one of them is they got a reliever. Two pitchers, and one is a twelve-year-old. Yeah, maybe two, yeah, uh, um, an inning or two. But they yeah. they make him pitch three innings in this
3: last. They do, game. they do. Yeah.
2: But but that's what I was like. They might not because there's no one's ever in the bullpen. I think they're Never. just all in the regular old dugout. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, we don't, they don't see have him a take a, a
3: single warm up pitch, not once. He goes out there ice cold
2: uh we did see him do one warm-up pitch i think oh wait no he was supposed to do warm-up pitches and that's when he fell yes later <laughs> that, that um, is when
3: he fell again
2: yeah it's like but it's such like a baseball movie trope where there's like one old guy just ah, he might not have it anymore yeah we gotta see we gotta burn some you know
3: there's, and that's I they mean, also
2: have uh what was it Kelsey whatever is the old man in that one he throws yeah. the the junk yeah in well Major League. And, you know and Harris.
3: this is yeah there you go this yeah. is also a thing in baseball I mean fuck at the end of his career was that um Willie Mays is falling out of the batter's box <laughs> like mm. you got dudes play way too long because you kind of can and the money's yeah. really good and so by the end of a lot of these careers. What poo holes was terrible a few years ago when we all thought he was done and then he did some more steroids to get it back, but like he oh. was useless oh. after in that huge contract. Just baseball kind of happens that way. And uh they have nothing you know, the, else to do, they don't well, know where yeah. else to go. And if you're if you're playing for you know the piece of shit cubs at this time, like okay, yeah, I guess they they might send him out there. I will say I personally didn't need this romance angle. I oh, don't know no. why I was in the movie. You can cut that out and make it yes. to you know an 88-minute movie. This is very strange yeah.
2: to me. I, I don't know if it's because of who Gary Busey is currently. <laughs> but I just kept thinking, I was like, don't fall for him. You, you
4: He's not danger better than Jack. Yeah, it's like, Mary. Yeah, you know, Jack before, sucks.
3: Yeah. Busey's insane, though.
4: It was before he got his teeth enlargement. I don't don't know how you do that, but
3: he did it. Um, They were standard size. Normal looking
4: mouth. I'm like, this is very weird. This is a very odd thing. They're pretty prominent, but yeah, they got
2: so much bigger. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. is there just a lot of overhang? Because otherwise, he's just like, his teeth are just like, his mouth is just open. His mouth mouth is
3: open, which I think makes it look a lot worse. It's the same with Diddy. Diddy's mouth is never all the way shut; it's always a little bit open. Busey's mouth is always the most open, and I'm like, yeah, you're showing me all of your teeth at one time. I guess they look pretty big. Um, but yeah, with this whole romance thing, it's like, I, I can, I guess, I can understand as a twelve year old if this guy is your favorite athlete and you have him, just you, him, and your mom in a limo. I get why you're like, all right, mom, I'm gonna make you a Long Island. Like, just, just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> just marry this guy and you gotta know, start putting out like I can see what he was thinking I guess but it just seemed odd for the movie
2: yeah I feel like the mom should have been like more like where did you learn because like who she asked him where he learned his... how to make these but then she kind of on the goes, road babe yeah, yeah, on on road, road, he's like, he's like
3: ha,
1: ha, okay ha, ha.
2: you're so funny and
3: I'm right? like shit what the fuck are you teach my kid can <laughs> like, well. like, like, Who is well
2: who's his chaperone on right? the road
3: she did Daniel Stern do this it, like, oh,
4: Daniel so Stern's just like put your cupcakes in a vomit bag and keep them with you, like this
3: is dumb. That's right. Oh, uh, uh, tomorrow morning, free breakfast. Free <laughs> yeah, breakfast. He, he <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> Fully we out serve our
4: food. Okay, I'm, I'm starting. <laughs> I'm starting to turn around. I'm, I'm to turn saying
3: around. you're a major league baseball oh, team. does not buy you more of the tomorrow morning, man. Shit. No. Correct. Um, now, the movie, the end of the movie is a little bit odd to me because I think for the most part with sports movies, you think about them ending with them winning the championship. Like, Not there's a always. couple Sometimes where it's they just don't. just the pennant. Just there's a couple where the they don't. I think, what was that? Um, oh, God. Was that sh- Varsity Blues or Friday Night Lights where they end in, like, the semifinal game or some shit? We've, said, we've had movies before where they don't win state at the end. and. Remember the Titans, maybe? Did they win state? It might have been Remember the Titans. They just needed to
2: get past that one racist yeah. team. Yeah. The one.
3: I mean, well the only racist team, of course. Left in Virginia. Right. In Virginia. Yeah, I um You know, it was it was odd to me that they could have ended this movie in game seven of the World Series. Like, there's no reason they didn't. At the end of the movie, we find out that they did win the World Series. Like Henry has on a World Series ring. I, so, yeah. I feel
2: like Major League does. I think Major League does a similar thing where it's like they pick either a divisional rival, which the Cubs and the Mets aren't, right? But a divisional rival, and it's like a big deal. Like they, I think, throughout the film try to build up a rivalry, but they didn't do that great of a job with of it. No. So I think they were trying to do the like, oh, we're gonna beat our biggest rival to get to the big game, and that's where we're gonna end it because yeah. at some point you just yeah. gotta stop
4: playing yeah. This version, the movie's gotta. Kinda- in this version, um, at the Mets and the Cubs are in the same division, they're <laughs> the in the same, same city, league, they're in the same city. They are, not, they are not in the same division,
3: not even no, because they, they did say this it, was so. this was the NLDS, right? They they said this was I think I they said at the end of it. I thought no? it was just the pennant race. I, I thought I was they said it was the, the N L D S because I was For like, them. I I know they're not in the same division, <laughs> but they said loser goes home, winner goes on to the World Series. And I'm like, Uh, okay, so it's the NLC one game for that. This is game seven. Oh, it
4: wasn't. I think it was game seven, Dave. (laughs) No,
3: I think this was
4: a, I think this is back before wild card and all that. Mm -hmm. I would have been, yeah. We're supposed to think these two teams are in the same division. They are tied at the top. Winner goes on. Loser goes home.
2: Yes.
3: I agree with Dave on that. That's what I thought that I like that a lot better. I think, um, Another sort of question that I had logistically here. We understand when the movie starts, the Cubs are terrible. The movie starts Mm -hmm. in August. Season's damn near over by now. There's a part where, like, well, the Cubs only three games back, and I'm like, how the fuck? They were probably 21 games back when when he's joined the team. How are they three games back that quickly? Like, did every other team in the division have a complete collapse? Because baseball is a game where, yeah, you can get hot, and win a bunch of games and you make up like two games on the team ahead of you. It's not yeah. the not one of those. I, it's Not like football. I think
2: he I think he was on the team for like, I'm gonna go six weeks. Cause we're saying like I early August. Six weeks
3: too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I think he gets a full month, maybe like mid August, mid September. And then, oh man, that puts you right in the playoffs. Yeah. By the end of mid September. Right? Yeah. So
3: <laughs> it, it timeline's He's great. great.
2: Well, the, kids, the kids done a lot for the
4: franchise. I mean, in a yeah,
3: because like, I have to imagine they were last place. They have a they dozen won. people in the stands. They
4: <laughs> won all of their games with him on the team, undefeated. Just <laughs> joined the team. They they went undefeated, and the other teams played like average, so they caught Okay, up.
3: It, yes, you you got to just show me the one shot of them saying, "Can you believe it? The Cubs are thirty eight and one in the last thirty nine games." Like, yeah. show me something like that. Um, it's because you know they played the Mets,
4: even though he gave up a home run, hit a guy, <laughs> and all a that, wild pitch. They won five
3: to four. They won five to four. All that happened, he's so. got some run support. Yeah, <laughs> his team is generating hits for him. Oh, uh, um, got mommy, him into-
4: mommy, mommy,
3: <laughs> this one's for mommy.
2: <laughs> God, <laughs> how was that double not over? Plays, like, yeah, yeah.
3: He, he got him in double play, did, did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to imagine he's also the only closer the Cubs have. Like, I I he's wanted to Mariano see Mariano
4: Rivera. Of yes, the Cubs? No, he's he's mm-hmm. one of
3: two pitchers. Or Aldis Chapman.
4: We no, we we talked about this earlier. It's Jet Stedman, or it's the kid.
3: That's why he's on. Yeah, wise, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's why he's all fucked up. Who There's was no the one to Man. handle
2: the middle middle innings. No, no one's no one's taken four
3: through seven. No, it's it's oh. Chet Sedman innings one through eight every day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and he comes in to close. Mm-hmm. Well, who was the guy that had the extra finger? There was a pitcher. He had six fingers on each hand. Um, I know.
4: I I know the guy who had three fingers. More well, than guy, Brown. About. Well, yeah, and
3: who's um? Oh God! Well, and Jim Edmonds had the one hand, but you had the one hand. Yeah, I'm. I I, nice. I got to look it up. There was a yeah. guy. He's got like an extra, and it's not like a little nubbin. He's got like a second pinky finger, like a full um, finger. And I remember being um, like, I wonder if he can throw extra good because of that. I
2: don't, I don't know, but it did remind me that I saw a very good Halloween costume on nope. the internet, where a guy was dressed up as Randy Johnson from the uh, Diamondbacks with the mullet, and the whole thing looked a lot like him, and then his. Partner, girlfriend, whomever was dressed up as like a bloody bird, and it was—I did see that
3: (laughs) she she was the
2: bird, (laughs)
4: feathers and blood.
3: (laughs) (laughs) God, that is one of one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen in my life. That bird was vaporized. Just exploded like a Looney Tune exploded. scene. Um, yep. The the name of the guy I was thinking of was Antonio Alfonseca. He's got six fingers. He was a Dominican guy that pitched for the of uh, the Phillies. Um, oh, was also he the, the Cubs and Braves. Man? Uh, well, nope. The one arm man. No, I was saying the six fingers <laughs> It's Princess Bride.
2: Oh, I'm like, sorry.
3: I was thinking the future. I know someone who's looking for you.
2: <laughs> got six fingers on his left hand, that he. Pops him over the head with his sword.
3: Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> I was, I was, I was going. It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. But yeah, mm-hmm. Alphonse did have six fingers, and it was spooky looking. Um, so I will say, completely shamelessly, I teared up at the moment where he mm-hmm. realizes that was Mom's glove. And maybe it's because, what? like, I've become a softy as a dad, and you know, I'm also an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. I once a month will put on footage. Of old people watching the Cubs win the World Series, I myself a nice little cry. So the <laughs> Cubs being part of this might have also <laughs> impacted things <laughs> for me. Just, just to get um, out! Just watch. Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot of videos of like retirement homes where it's like a 65 year old son with his dad watching the last inning. Yeah, it's yeah. very cute. It's we very find sweet. Out
4: that his dad was actually a piece of shit. <laughs> and.
3: uh, <laughs> Well, that was probably his. a raging yeah. racist. I would assume he's ninety something years old. Yeah, that's the same um, man. Um,
2: I will say though that piece of tape has been in his glove for years. Yeah, never mm. pulled it at
1: once.
3: Why didn't the Cubs get a glove? <laughs> Byo gear to the game. Yeah, like, great question. Make him wear his own socks. He's surprising in jeans. jeans again.
4: Well, they Remember? make tape better back in the day, you know. It lasts
3: longer. It's probably it's
4: highly carcinogenic. Held up better, yeah. Well, yeah, he's he should definitely taken to a hospital now
3: after that after exposure to that asbestos
4: tape. Asbestos tape. It's it's got
3: radium in it. You guys know, all radium? <laughs> oh, well, the radium girls. Very yes. sad story. God very damn, sad. very sad. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, at the end of the movie, um, we see we cut back to like after Henry is no longer playing because basically he falls on the ground, falls on the ground again. Another baseball. His arm miraculously goes back to normal. It's mm. a little bit like um, there's an episode of The Simpsons where Mo gets a new face and becomes very handsome. It's like surgery. Yes. And then something falls out his face and he goes back Only to the original face on his face. too. Yeah. And,
4: it, and no, the, it probably those sets. I'm like, that's heavy.
3: He's yeah. dead. Well, and but... I remember the, the last oh, line of the face. episode. The last line of the episode is what I don't understand is why I'm does she like to be weight face? on it. it? It should have gone back to some uh, some new third face. It don't make no. <laughs> <laughs> it's midline. Oh, the episode just like, is. It doesn't make any sense. And yeah, but that's mm. it's weird that he fell and falling loosened the tendons up, I guess. And I made them detach the from the bone. Did not incredibly
4: painful just, yeah did not just re- back. re-break just uh set
3: things Yeah, just went back to normal the way that not throw should. anymore yep. um and he throws the floater uh not ogre can't hit it and that's the ball game and then we go to uh modern day and henry is still out here on his team <laughs> on the pirates oh. in jeans playing know. baseball in jeans I'm pretty yeah. sure
2: he would probably have lost some sort of eligibility. I thought it. Maybe not locally. I'm like, there's no
3: way this dude can play Little League Baseball anymore. <laughs>
2: like, You cannot play. College level.
3: They're like, no.
2: This you is, I mean.
3: I was thinking back to like Freddie Adu was 14 when he got signed. He couldn't go like play for his middle school that year or whatever. Like, no, dude, yeah. you play for DC United. No, you are You know what? Now that I think about
4: it, you're exactly right. He's lost. He's forfeited his amateur eligibility. Absolutely, Worked professionally for any yeah. amount of time.
3: No longer, and he, he no longer do it.
4: And he seems to be like not awful. He makes a catch, and his coach yeah. is proud of him because it's fucking Jet Stedman. Is his, his coach, coach
3: slash dad, chet Stedman. Oh. Yeah, new new chet dad, retired. chet Stedman. New dad, yeah. Chet Stedman. Yeah. Well, oh, because his arm
4: died. He said, "Yeah, it's dead.
3: It's dead." The guitar told oh. it. us. It was like. <laughs> 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 <Wow>. <laughs> hey, it sounded like meow. Sam walking into Clarissa's bedroom, just like a guitarist thing. Every time his arm does exactly. anything, oh yep. my god! And, I've, and
4: I, and actually did some research. I'm like, even if they, because neither of them could play in the World no. Series, no. And it it, turn, it turns <laughs> out, the it's up to the teams. It, it, it turns, out it's up to the team who gets a ring. And I guess the Cubs are like. You had something to do with it. We'll give you a ring, even, even though you had nothing to do with winning the World Series. How Getting, did they
3: win the World Series with no pitchers? Yeah. they have no pitchers left. Both <laughs> of their pitchers, no closer, and no ace.
4: are are injured. So who's pitching? Oh no, my god, no they, pitcher,
3: no closer, they no a's. The janitor from uh,
4: <laughs> Scrubs Not out. Etor. Jan Etor. Jan Jan Jan,
3: Jan yes. Yeah, they have no pitching, and they were bad before Henry got there. So the team that's that right. was like last place in the division wins the World Series. Some crazy how? That's your believe. movie. They
2: yeah. believe now because that's Angels in the outfield. Yeah. Well, they did all those silly tricks. So Maybe they just did some trickery. They
3: did. The hidden ball trick. And frankly, if you're if you're falling for like a little kid pestering you, you get out from that shame on you.
2: I'm pretty sure you can't kick, drop the ball and kick it. Like I don't, I don't think, think you can. can. I don't think you they did say in the uh trivia, quote unquote, the research I just quickly did in the IMDB, uh mm-hmm. the hidden ball trick wouldn't have worked because it had come after a timeout.
3: Oh. Because
2: they met on the mound.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. So one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was a start of big things at the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. This week we are diving on Colombe Jacobson Durstine, uh, who plays Becky. Uh, what a name. She, Yeah. Ten, she's got to be French Canadian, right? Um, ten total credits. From this is her first one. I'll be damned. Uh, she was in the Untouchables TV series right after this. And then as Dave pointed out, she was in Mighty Ducks 2 and 3 as Julie the Cat Gaffney. Then she had no roles between 96 and 02, came back for Men in Black 2, then the Moonlight Mile, and then was gone again, came back uh, to play the role of prostitute in something called The Living Wake in 2007 no Ooh. roles between 07 and 2014 and her final role was as Lisa uncredited in a 2014 short called Chef. So it's weird to me that like Lisa, look at her. You're tearing me, me apart. apart you look at her early <laughs> credits. Okay, so she was in uh this movie, The Untouchables, D2 and D3, then Men in Black 2 and Moonlight Mile. Like yeah. You're in very recognizable things for your whole career, like, yeah, I'll just stop. I think you don't see that happen very often, but I'm, I'm hoping she's happy now.
2: She uh, attended the Natural Gourmet School in New York City. Oh, and competed in the 2007 season of the next Food Network star.
1: Well, that's
3: good.
2: And she hosts something called Cologne du Jour, her own food related website and blog. Okay,
3: so a career pivot and good for you. Just kicking it then I think she's. Um, a, I
4: think she was a chef, and that's why she was. She probably played a chef in Chef. In Chef.
3: Oh, probably. Yeah, I'm sure Lisa was a chef in the movie Chef. That's a safe bet. Which Lisa! is why she came. <laughs> which is why she came back after seven years of not acting to play in a short movie. This all makes sense now. Mm, well,
1: dang, that
3: does sad. bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to nuts and superlatives. Clark, we haven't talked about Clark. Clark was the other friend, um, little wiener kid. Clark is most likely to say, okay, guys, you've both said some things you want to take back. Let's just grab a beer and hug it out. Uh, George is most likely to be diagnosed with malignant narcissism, and Henry Mm. is most likely to badly bounce his first pitch 20 years after making his debut. Like I can very easily imagine him coming out to throw the first pitch at Wrigley and just beefing that some bitch, bouncing it like Will Bond did. Uh, Will Bond yes. did it in a jersey tucked into his jeans, which was Ooh. terrible look, just terrible fucking look. Yeah. Um, now this next movie is Dana's pick. Dana, what are we gonna watch next?
2: Well, it's something I don't know if we talked about on Zip Podcast, but uh, the tragic passing of Matthew Perry made me think of films that he is in that might have a teen in it, and it's a movie I've been circling around for quite some time, because it was on Max quite mm. a bit. Huh. It's no longer on Max, but I'll tell you where it is next weekend, or next week. <laughs> um, we are going to do 17 again.
3: I was That was the one I was thinking when you said it's been on Max a lot. I'm like, is Matthew Perry yeah. in that? No, yeah.
2: Zach Efron, going back to that yeah. well. Neighbors, now this.
3: Well, he's got a different face in this, but yeah. Okay. I
1: know. What's up with
3: the news? Boy, it's it's wild to me when someone who is obviously conventionally very good looking has body dysmorphia. There is no way you do that to your face, looking the way that he naturally looks unless you look in the mirror and see something that none of us see. It's very fucking sad. I just watched- um,
2: Oh, I was gonna say, don't notice it so bad in the trailer for the Iron Claw movie. It's mm-hmm. in all of like the Instagram and press for it.
3: You're like, Yes,
2: what's wrong with your what's
3: lips? happening? What's yeah, lips? and, and for, for what it's worth, the Von Erics are not a handsome bunch. <laughs> like that family, they're all in super good shape. And I am willing to bet, like in 70s America, they were super handsome. The Von Eric family, they got big ass teeth big ass jaws that is not a super handsome bunch of men um but yeah watching uh i just watched the episode of the dark side of comedy about joan rivers and like uh-huh. watching the things that happened to her face it's like yeah man body has morphe will fuck you up because she was never an uggo like when she was yeah. young with her default well i guess it wasn't her default face because she had a nose job when she was young but like the way that she looked when she was very self-deprecating about how ugly she was. I'm like, no, you're like a solid eight, Joan. Like yeah, what's going on? And well, there's that yeah. whole
2: episode of nip tuck where they, she's like, I want to look like how I should look. So they, oh. they're just like, all right, this is what you're going to get. Yep. And so
3: then she decides to do it all. Go huh? through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a bummer, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing that movie. I mean, I, I'm I'm becoming good. I don't I don't like him as an actor now that I've seen him in Neighbors and also High School Musical but like eh, fuck it whatever see if it's, it's a fun movie we'll find out together mm-hmm. uh guys that does it for this week's episode if you like what you heard. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recap and Gown Pod. That is R E C A P N G O W N P O D. And join our Facebook group, The Recap and Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Jack, "Your mother doesn't even know who your father is." Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.